It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, February 26th, 2024. I'm Beckler. I am Shauna. Beckler is back. This is the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Yes, thank you for covering for me on Friday. Uh, yeah, anytime, obviously. Um, my wife, if you're not caught up in the podcast, my wife McKenna is quite ill. She's in the hospital right now. She has been since Wednesday of last week. And uh, I'm going up to see her right after we're off the show here. Shauna, you've already heard this spiel, but they, they don't know for sure what she has. They're, they're treating her for an incredibly rare disorder. Um, and I don't know how technical I can get because I don't really understand it that much myself. It's kind of incredible because, um, like, you have to learn so much so quickly yeah. Like the doctors are telling you this stuff, but it's it's all foreign to me, right? So it's yeah. taking in as much as I can, and then like reading what I can on the side, which is not the best idea because some nope. of the things you read aren't good. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like it's foreign to them too, right? Like so. Yeah, it's so rare this condition that they think she has that there doesn't seem to be a whole uh, lot of information. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm trying to be there when the doctors come by so I can, because McKenna's kind of like in and out. She's not. She's not all there right now. Yeah. Just because she's on medication and stuff. Um, Yeah, I just feel so bad for her. She's so sick. Like, she's just so uncomfortable. So, I'm... Every day I'm hoping, like, okay, this will be the day that she slept well last night and starts to feel a little better and it's just not happening. So... Yeah, I was thinking about you guys all weekend. Like, it's just... It's awful. I just really hope that... Because I was like, if they can actually get to the bottom of what it is or finally start figuring it out then they know how to remedy it and they can help Hopefully. her feel a little better right like so it's just it's this is a, a terrible time yeah but we're getting lots of support time. from family and friends which is nice yeah. um, I've been passing along some of your messages to her when I go to visit which is also very nice um, I compared it to, to like talking to the doctors you don't get much time with them right because they're so busy and they come in and you get like five minutes to ask your questions and hopefully you've asked the right questions mm-hmm. and stuff. It, I compare it to, I've never been in the role of like an advocate for someone who's really sick before yeah. and if, if anybody listening has they'll know what this is like but I compare it Shauna to doing like the most intense interview that you've ever done on the radio because you have the questions that you'd like to ask yeah. and you're listening so intently to what they're telling you but you also don't really understand it yeah. but you want to ask the right follow up questions like have you thought of recording yeah, like, I think just the, so that you can listen back and like maybe there's stuff you missed and maybe there's stuff that you didn't understand when you said it the first time and you can like be like uh yeah what was that that they said yeah or, I know and even so many people are messaging and asking for updates and stuff and I'm trying to to relay the information as best I can but yeah it's not easy no like it's a it's a difficult thing yeah um but yeah I I hope they can get this this figured out they have her on a very powerful drug yeah um. But. We're super glad you're back, but as I said to you, um, and like listeners on the podcast, I said like, look, like family is most important, work is not right now, so this is like, you know, I understand even you were saying maybe as a little bit of a distraction, it's okay to come in here, especially if she's sleeping anyway at this time, which I also totally understand. Yeah. And it's funny, that's one thing about this job that I found is when there are other things going on, it it's the best for that because we... We, it is so busy and action-packed in here that it is a great distraction for a little bit, right? Yeah. That being said, though, anytime, like, I was like, if there's a time where you just can't show, like, it, it's not, this is not important. Well, thank you. Yeah, I might take a day later this week just so I can be with her a little right. later at the Perfect. hospital. Like, but there's only, so, there's only so much she, she can even have me sitting there, you know, because she, like, she's not really talking. So yeah. I just sit there and hold her hand and, know. you know, get her her water if she needs it. Yeah. Um, 
so I'll yeah. go up and do that after. But yeah, I might take a day later this week if, if possible. And seriously, anything um, that anyone can do, I know everyone. Yeah. Like, well, thank you. Yeah, I'll keep you updated with with what I know. Hopefully, hoping to find out more from her team today. So, uh, on today's show, though, we did talk about uh, a social media platform we think is dying. There were some fireworks in the city over the weekend for kind of a strange reason. We'll talk about spring training and the see-through baseball pants. Sean has a Costco conspiracy. An etymology, a term that you shouldn't use anymore, apparently. Uh, that and more after you're out of context clip. Your triumph restores the dream and safeguards your world. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I'm thinking we must be coming into fitness competition season, Shauna. Why is this? Because I've noticed at the gym that some of the fittest girls there are getting thinner and darker. Okay. They're dropping pounds and they're dropping a few shades in skin color, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Getting those weird bodybuilding competition tans going on, right? Is there? I guess there would be a bodybuilding season. Yeah, you'd have the bulk up season, then the cutting season. Right. So they're in cut in their cut season. In the final stages of competition prep, as they yeah, call yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, they're the very hungriest and tanning the very most. Okay. Some of these centaurs, as we've nick- nicknamed them, <laughs> some of these girls with the human yes. torso and then they horses' are ass and legs. The other day I saw, I was like, that is a centaur. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It really is impressive they're, to see the size of their poopers. Oh, man. They're like the glutes they're preparing and for a, a gathering of centaurs. Ah, yes. If yeah. you will. Mm-hmm. That's what these fitness competitions are, these bikini competitions. It's a gathering of the centaurs. It really is. I, I imagine it happens in a glen somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Under the first full moon after the vernal equinox. Oh, yes. And there are druids and there, there's music. It's a beautiful there, meadow. Uh, there's maybe a conch that uh, yes. gathers them all. Just a, a like big, yeah. An antler. Mm-hmm. And all the centaurs come galloping through. They come out of the woods. The meadows. They come clip clopping out of the woods. With and they wreaths dance. atop their heads. With wreathing heads. Wreathing heads. Wreathing heads. And then Good. someone just starts, hold on, playing this little pan flute here. Good. Oh, yes. Good. Many have come. <laughs> and they do their dance. Yes. <laughs> the centaur squat dance. The yes. people shall forever have my favor. Yes. Give me more of that flute. Give okay, me more a little of that fruit flute here. Yeah. Oh. Your triumph restores the dream and safeguards your world. Who will win? <laughs> Classic physique bikini division this season. You've been appropriately praising <laughs> gluteous gods, I Heroes, see. <laughs> champions, step forth and hear me. Ah, yes. Or sail or here. <laughs> yep. Oh, more are coming. Great more. Good, good more have come. And Shauna podcast. I was working out of the gym in my building on the weekend, and uh, the Jays game started up. So I took my headphones off because the sound was on in in the gym, and I wanted to watch some spring training. And uh, on the weekends, they do building tours for potential new tenants for our building because we're still okay. not at 100 percent capacity. So uh, this includes the gym. So this couple walks into the gym uh, with one of these sales girls and they come and they walk by the treadmills and as they do, the guy beside me drops an audibly loud fart (laughs) right as they walk by. I couldn't stop laughing because it was so loud it echoed like our gym. It echoes pretty well. One of those. I'm going through the gym, and I'm just—I couldn't stop laughing. I was just killing myself. Did he do it? Did he know? I yeah, I think so. Did but he react? I don't know. He he kept a straight face, so I don't. But I think 
he must have known. But I was killing myself because there were multiple couples that had come through the gym while we were there. And I was like, I and I had just pulled my headphones out. And I'm like, please tell me he's done that with every couple that's walked by. Just drops a fart. Making that salesperson's job extra difficult. Honestly. That's hey, how I feel you, about you coming you, in our building. Could you not? <laughs> this guy's like, you know what? The uh, building's full. Get out of here. Honestly, <laughs> You're not welcome. I was trying to figure out what the sales girl said to the couple after that, because you have to say something to you, not or just all ignore it. <laughs> that typically doesn't happen here. That's why that's not always, <laughs> that's not always this party. <laughs> the guy doesn't want anybody else to use his amenity, you say? Right? That's it. No, this building's gym is for full. me only. Building's full. Suck on this fart. <laughs> Find somewhere else to live. Suck on a fart and leave. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I saw this headline uh, on the weekend, and it was uh, it was from a less than reputable news source. So it's one of those that you have to look into a little deeper because you're okay. like, is this claim true that's yeah. being made? Um, but it said, BC instructs people to stop saying British Columbians because it's offensive, and that instead. Uh, the B.C. government would like people in B.C. to refer to themselves as people living in British Columbia, as opposed to British Columbians. Okay, B.C., that what was, <laughs> is going on here? That was my reaction, Are too. Are you serious? So I had to dig into this a little deeper. Okay. Uh, and it has to do with uh, the writing style guide that's issued by the province, by the provincial government. Okay. So you know, like, newspapers will have a writing style guide. Like, they'll say, okay, this in our articles, this is how we refer to this. This yeah. is how we, so just so they're all kind of consistent and there's no issues with that. So I guess the provincial government has that too. This was specifically referring to communications involving indigenous peoples. Oh, okay. Because they were saying there are many indigenous groups in BC who consider themselves to be part of sovereign nations as opposed to British Columbians. Gotcha. And I was like, okay, well, that that makes a little more sense. I would say the outlet, the news outlet, misrepresented that. I'd say a so. little bit. Like, yeah, giving that context makes it seem a bit different. Mm -hmm. But then I got thinking, and I was like, is there no term that includes all of us? Like, if you if, if I say Albertans, I'm kind of considering everybody living within the provincial boundaries yeah, of Alberta. That's it. Wouldn't you think that too? I would. Uh, yeah, I would assume that, including Indigenous people. But yep. I guess some Indigenous peoples think of themselves as part of a sovereign nation first and not Albertans. Okay. Like, it's, it's kind of sad that there's no term that includes all of us. Canadians? Is that well, not all encompassing include everyone or? I don't know. I guess you'd have to ask. Yeah. But I, hmm. I feel like Albertans is even more inclusive than Canadians because there are lots of people in the country right now who aren't necessarily Canadian citizens. Whereas there's no official documentation that makes you an Albertan. Like, also, if you're not a Canadian citizen, the fact that you don't feel you can refer to yourself as Canadians, even that is kind of silly, right? I'm like, you can't really. Like, if you're here on a work visa, yeah. You know, I lived in Australia for a little while on a work visa. I didn't call myself an Australian. Australian fair. So that's Canadian isn't even as inclusive. Whereas that's true. the day you move to Alberta, you're an Albertan in my mind. No, you're living here. It's not like you have a a passport that says Albertan on it. Fair. Yeah. I think it so, took a while for me to be able to say that I thought I was Albertan because, again, I felt like a. Otherwise, if I just moved here and I'm calling myself Albertan, it was almost like I was a poser of some sort, right? I'm <laughs> like, no, I have to earn my stripes. I need to earn my. How do you earn them? I I don't know. My <laughs> white hat. I have to get a white. <laughs> I haven't gotten white hat yet. So I you're not an Albertan. That. See, no, I think I yeah. Thought. I think if you mo like if you moved here today, you could be like, I'm Albertan now. Yeah. 
And I wouldn't see an issue with that. It's true. Yeah. But I don't know why I felt like a poser. <laughs> I thought I'm that's... still earning my stripes. Okay. <laughs> Someone white hat this my girl. Over. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I said the word chaperone yesterday and I was like, that's a weird one. Like, where does that actually come from? I was like, yeah, I assume it's French. That sounds sounds pretty French damn French to me. Uh, and it is true. So it comes from the French word chaperone, which is from the Latin kappa, which literally means cape. So a chaperone used to refer to a cape that the Knights of Garter would wear. And the Knights of Garter were court attendants or court escorts, essentially. Okay. So people think that's how we draw what we now refer to a chaperone mm-hmm. as, which is an escort, right? It's from these court escorts that wore this cape, and that cape was kind of a, you know, a big part of their costume. So we kind of referred to them as their cape, their chaperone. Would chapeau also be because it's kappa have to do with the hat? Yes. The cap? And kappa also, yeah, it went from cape to hood. It was also referred to oh, because yes. some of the capes had hoods, and then from there to hat. So that's where we get chapeau as well. Yeah. The capes that the dwarves wear in The Hobbit have hoods. I don't have the music. Oh, where's mm, that's the music? too bad. It should be swelling up right oh, well, now. Well, I'm not done with this yet. So, yeah, uh, so then in the 18th century, the word chaperon was referred to, uh, it was a woman who would accompany a younger unmarried woman in public where she might meet a man. <laughs> So if the mother was unavailable, another person known to the family was chosen to escort this young woman. And the chaperone is expected to be a married, respected older woman to essentially keep the young men in check. Yeah, we just finished watching Downton Abbey, me and McKenna, and like young single people were not allowed to hang out alone together. They had to have like an older aunt there or something. And that's what the chaperone was, is that's what it became. It came to be, this escort for the young women. I just envisioned like this old woman shaking a stick at all the men, the hound dogs coming after. Hey, hey. Making sure there's no heavy, heavy petting going yep, on or anything yep, like nah, that. Nah. You know, it's really funny. When I was in high school, my parents surprised chaperoned the high school dance one time, oh, which no. didn't go over well with me and my brother. No. We look over at the, at the wall and there's our parents. We're like, oh, what? God. They didn't tell us they were coming. And you were just frig dancing on the dance floor. <laughs> horrified. You around, you're like, horrified. <gasps> <laughs> I think I actually left. I think I actually left the dance and walked home. Um, Your mom's but, dancing on the dance floor beside you. Like, can I hop in? But you know what? Now that you say that chaperones used to have a cape on, I'm going to do this to my boys one day. With a cape? But I'm going to do it with a cape. Oh, my God. I'm going to do it with a weird guy cape. Please do. Yeah. Like, who's, whose dad is that in the cape with the hood over there? Yep. And your your <laughs> boys that? will never leave the house ever again. Demology <laughs> with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I learned just recently that Dr. Pepper was invented in Waco, Texas. Texas, uh, oh. by a pharmacist there, actually. Uh, and despite being, you know, one of the bigger second tier soda varieties, I would say, like there's Coke and Pepsi and then there's all their other brands. Yep. Like it's one of the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. It's still not the most famous thing from Waco. No. Nope. The famous thing that happened in Waco. I know. And then I was looking and there are like, there are quite a few pretty famous celebrities and, and athletes from Waco and none of them are what spring to mind when people hear Waco, Texas. Nope. I think that some places should qualify for a name change. It's true. If something notorious enough has happened there. It's funny you mention this. This is not quite the same, but uh, my cousin, he just built a house in Picton. And mm. I know it's Robert Picton, but for some reason, every time I hear Picton, I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I like that name. That's pretty bad. He wasn't even related to the town. No, but and it's that it's that bad. But yeah, yeah there are some towns that are like. I mean, Columbine, right? Even yeah. though 
to be fair, I know that that's not necessarily the name of, isn't it like, is it Jefferson well, County or Littleton or something? But yeah, people know it as Columbine the area or whatever. And it's just, it's never going to be the same. But like, Columbine High School is still called Columbine High School. Yeah, which and is Again, nuts. you would think that you would, you would change the name of that school maybe after something like that has happened. Because yeah. anybody who says, I graduated from Columbine High School, you're like, oh. Yeah, you know, honestly. Like, they're never going to you're never going to get over the stigma that comes along with that no so, no it's i mean yeah. maybe they look at it as like by changing the name you wouldn't be doing honor to the victims but maybe you know I even thought of like hiroshima japan yeah like i probably would have thought about changing the name of hiroshima japan after they rebuilt it when it was bombed right no yeah because no one is ever going to hear unless you live there and you hear it all the time you're that's the only way but even still like i don't yeah you can never hear that and not think of the bomb, right? The bomb. That's what, that that's what is everyone what, is going to think of forever. Yeah. So I know. Well, it's funny. It, this is awful. But even here, Brentwood still reminds me of that awful tragedy that happened mass, in Brentwood. The, the neighborhood of Brentwood? The neighborhood of Brentwood. And every time I see that, and I know that's not the same, but it still, like, it yeah. sticks with it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And when it becomes something as awful as, yeah, Hiroshima. You're always going to think of that. So you wonder, like, if we ever want to rebrand the city, if we ever want to move past this tragedy that happened, yeah. like, do you have to change the name? Do you qualify for a name change? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, maybe they're like, well, well you, you, we don't want to forget what happened. We don't want to forget about the people who died. Perhaps. But you know but that it's always going to be forever. Forever. <laughs> forever. Anytime it comes up. Yeah. yeah. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I've got a, I've got a, a spicy conspiracy for you. Well, that's why we have Conspiracy Corner, your mm-hmm. platform for outlandish conspiracy theories. I'm just jumping right in. I yeah. can't believe. Okay, so you are a Costco fan. Big Costco. This guy. is a Costco conspiracy. Oh. Oh, this is, it's spicy. Okay, so I fell into a deep hole of a Costco fan page on the weekend. Uh oh. I know. I have no idea how I even came across this because I do not have a Costco membership and I never joined this group. So somehow I got on it and uh, there was a guy there and he was talking about how he's leaving his Costco fan page permanently because it's corrupt. So he was on another Costco fan page talking about how he's leaving the other one because it's a completely corrupt fan page. I was like, what is he talking about here? So I guess, I don't know if you've noticed this, but a lot of people have been talking recently about Costco bacon. Uh, what? A, no, I haven't. So I guess there is a Costco bacon travesty going on right now. Apparently, the Kirkland bacon is all pure fat. Oh, okay. So people keep buying this bacon. I haven't bought looking, their bacon in a while. So. And they're like, it's all fat. Like, there's no actual bacon. It's pure fat. And people are posting photos. And are, it is. These strips it, of bacon fat? It looks like just straight fat. So this guy, he posted a photo of his crap bacon, I guess. And then all of a sudden, his post was deleted. And then he said he went back and he realized that anybody who had posted negatively about that Costco bacon, mysteriously, the comments were all being deleted about how bad it was. So now he's saying there's Costco censorship <laughs> happening on these fan pages. I think I can explain this for you, Shauna. Can you? So one of the big Costco groups, at least in this city, mm-hmm. is run by a tyrant of a woman. I was reading about a this. A tyrant. And I guess there used to be two women that ran this page uh-huh. and they had a falling out. Mm-hmm. And then one broke off and started another one. And there have since been a few other offshoots. <laughs> and there, the big page allows no negative talk about Costco at all. Like you cannot voice a concern about a a product or the price of anything. If you say anything negative at all, it'll be taken down. You'll probably be banned. Yep. 
Because this woman, like I said, she's a tyrant. That's what I was reading. So, I was like, she doesn't like the cut of your jib, and apparently she's been deleting calls. But this one that this guy was part of was not that one, because that one was brought up on this one. So now there's apparently two Costco fan pages where <laughs> someone's going off. Someone's lose their marbles. It's so funny, like how, and I, I know people crap. have said before, like, are you on Costco's payroll with how tightly you're well, policing what, these comments? Like, you can't say even the even if she thinks it's negative. Like, so if you say he was busy today, booted, gone, you're out of there. Well, that's where my conspiracy was coming in because I was like, I think that maybe because we talk about all the time about how Costco never advertises because they don't need to, right. right? And then I was like, well, maybe they actually are, and they hire people to start up all these Costco fan pages, and then they secretly kind of just censor some of the stuff that's negative, but then they always talk about the deal, so it is advertising for Costco on all those pages. I don't even know if they need to pay people, because some of us Costco fans are a little cultish about it. Okay, well, fair. And they just... I mean, just get the, the power that comes along with running the Costco, it, it has to corrupt. I want That kind of power has to corrupt. Do you think that the woman who is well known as the tyrant of <laughs> Costco fan page would come and chat on the air with us? I, I would wonder, love to have a talk. That would be... I would love to. It would be like when Tucker Carlson interviewed right? Putin, except... I'm, I'm going to look into this. I'm going to find out. <laughs> We didn't even do the plausibility scale. Oh, we don't it have to even get back. that interview set. <laughs> yeah. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Baseball stra- spring training is underway. Yeah, it is. Did you watch any on the weekend? I haven't watched any yet. Um, we were planning to attend a few games when we go to Arizona in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Cool. I've never been to a spring training game before. No, me so either. Be fun. Yeah. Um, you've probably heard all the concerns around the new jerseys, though, in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Uh, Sam from... Uh, our digital department and our weekend show. He was on Ryan Ty's show on Friday. I heard him talking about that. Sam's a big Jersey guy. Yeah. Buys and sells jerseys. Knows, knows a lot about jerseys. Uh, and he was saying, he was talking about all the issues with this, but the company fanatics has taken over the production of jerseys this year. Yeah. And lots of people think fanatic stuff is crap. Yeah. Um, and there've been examples from spring training of like crooked numbers, like numbers, not sewn on straight. Yeah. Um, apparently the pants are also see-through. Which the minute I read that, I was like, well, <laughs> I mean, that's just right for fucking Pat. But yeah, if you go on, if you go on X, formerly Twitter and search MLB pants, you, you can see some examples of like they're see-through. Yeah, you can see a lot. You can see like, a lot. Yeah, there's several players. You can see their Jim Duggler. Oh, in the pants, my God, so you can. Yeah, there's a lot of pork sores that are being <laughs> exposed while spring training is going along. And I don't know if anyone's a big fan of that. Well, I think some people are. This is even a conspiracy that this was done on purpose to get more eyeballs oh. on spring training. Because everyone's like, are we going to see one? Are we going to see one now? We, what about now? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the players don't like them. No. A lot of like baseball purists don't like it, but there are some folks who do you're right absolutely should be the night of the ballpark where the teams are taking the field in their new uniforms from fanatics the official uniform sponsor of baseball this season i'm a big fan of this new company bucky sure some of the numbers are crooked some of the names are misspelled but it's not all bad i can see your pickle in fact we can see several pickles out there along with the accompanying pickled eggs uh, Kiermaier is packing over, ex- excuse me, batting over there. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. There were fireworks at the Stampede grounds this weekend. And, and I don't mean just a little bit of fireworks. I mean a display that rivaled that of Stampede. And I was watching it because I live right across from Stampede. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I didn't hear about any fireworks show. I had no idea. So I was like, why is there, are they practicing for Stampede already? Seems pretty <laughs> early for that. 
So I looked into it, and there were a lot of other people online that were like, what is going on in Stampede Grounds right now as well? Uh, apparently, it was the Girl Guides. The Girl Guides? Were they having like a jamboree or something? There was some sort of Girl Guides event that was going on at Stampede, and they had this insane fireworks display, and I was like... They got a pretty good budget going on over there at Girl Guides, don't they? Like, it seriously was impressive. And I was like, Stampede, I mean, the amount of money they spent on fireworks, it's tens of thousands of dollars per night. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If not hundreds. It's an impressive show. And this was pretty damn close. I'm like, geez, girl, how many cookies we eating over here? Like, how many cookies are you selling to afford this enormous display? I love the idea that the cookies are just right? for the fireworks. Like, if we don't sell enough cookies, we can't put on our... Stupid huge fireworks show. Yeah, yeah, that's why they were really aggressive this year, and it was it was all for the fireworks. <laughs> you buy a bunch of boxes, and they're like, "Oh man, the fireworks are gonna be so good this oh year." My God. <laughs> oh my God, we just need one more burning schoolhouse, okay? and Shauna podcast. So there was a reason that the girl guides were gathered, and what what was that reason, Shauna? What is it called? Uh, World Thinking Day. World Thinking Day. And it's put on by the Girl Guides, and I guess it's celebrated by Girl Guides worldwide, and it's a day to think? I don't I don't really know. You're supposed to be thinking of your brothers and sisters all over the world, I think? Yeah, they say it celebrates our global guiding movement. It's an odd one. Yeah. Thinking Day? It sure is. They should all be thinking days, really. I know. Do you <laughs> not think every other day this is the one day of the year? Okay. But why not call it like Girl Guide Day or I like know. Guide Movement Day not or sure. Thinking Day? Weird. Mm. Not whoever chose that one. Strange, but Fair. I guess it involves a hell of a lot of fireworks. So. <laughs> I was going to say, not only are they thinking of the guiding movement, they're making sure you're thinking of it too. Yep. They are going to get your attention yep. with uh, close to $100,000 worth of fireworks. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, you think about your fireworks budget yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And if you're thinking... Of buying or building a home. Good one. Spend some time thinking about Shane Homes. They have a new phase of lane homes available in the community of Vermilion Hill, where hardy board and detached double car garages come standard. Lane homes starting from the low 600s. Learn more at ShaneHomes.com. Shane Homes. The better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Well, if you haven't caught much of the show, either early this morning or over the past few days that we were on the air, um, my family's going through a bit of a medical emergency right now. My wife, McKenna, is in the hospital while they're trying to figure out what's going on with her. Um, Which is awful. I figured this would be a good time to do a what are you grateful for, Shauna, because... As you know, as hectic and worrying as this time is for our family right now, it it, it makes apparent a lot of things that we have to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. So, um, you want to go first? You want to? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this is a really lame one, but just the weather on over the last little while has been absolutely phenomenal. Except for today. Except for today. Yeah, it was now we're getting back into it. But yeah, you look back and I was like, wow, we've had some incredible weather. Like I was sitting on patios. It was so nice over the last few days. So. Yeah, again, it is February 26th, and that is what we're dealing with weather-wise. I'll take it, again, if we're getting back into the deep freeze, but this has been lovely. It was a huge stretch there for... The whole winter, really, has been yeah. a little too nice, actually. I know. And I'm a little worried about the summer, but uh, mm-hmm. in the meantime, whee! Yeah. It's been it's been pretty nice, hasn't it? It, it has been, yeah. And it, I'm also, it's, the mountains are getting a little bit of snow right now, which is great for... Uh, the future because they were talking about how dry it's been yeah. so this is actually much needed as well so even though it is a bit colder this is also very grateful and everybody always reminds you that march is the snowiest month around here yep. so yeah wouldn't no, be the worst thing in the world it. if we got a few dumps no let's do it um well i mean for, what i'm grateful for is some of them are fairly obvious like just to have the level of medicine 
available to us that we do. Yeah. Like, um, McKenna went into the hospital last Wednesday and was transferred a few times then, but you know, she, first she was at South Calgary urgent care and then she was at emergency in Rocky view. And then she went to emergency at foothills and then she was in the hematology department. So got to, you know, see all these yeah. different places and the staff there and everybody has been so good to her. So, uh, very grateful for all that care. Yeah. Uh, and then the family and friends that have reached out and offered to help. Like I've had messages, Shauna, from friends of this show who I've never met who have said, like, if there's anything I can do to help you, let me know. Like, how Which kind. so awesome. Like, essentially, we're not strangers, but we've never met, but uh, that that feels really special. Yeah. And then even little things like, you know, I, I know medical emergencies can take a real financial toll on a lot of people. You know, if you have to take time off work and you're yeah. not able to, or, you know, even just like the money I've spent over the past week, like driving back and forth and paying for, you know, parking and for meals because you don't have time to cook and that sort of thing. Like that would, that would really put strain on a lot of people. And I'm fortunate that we're in the position where that isn't a concern, which is, you know, huge. like I don't yeah. have to think every time I swipe my card for parking, Oh man, mm -hmm. you know, is that going to cut into rent this month or whatever? So, yeah, you know, that's huge. trying to look for little positives in a otherwise bad situation. Totally. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's a lot. It is. I know. Um, it's nice to put things in perspective and have some things to be grateful for. That's too. why we do this exercise, it right? It is. Yeah. yeah. Beckler and Shauna podcast. We were talking about TikTok last week, Beckler, and how it seems like it it might be dying. Like it's just not doing as well as it used to. Mm -hmm. uh, here's another indication. They keep sending me those push notifications on my phone that try to encourage me to get to the site as every. Oh, uh, yes. Right now, right? Yes. Um, things like, you know, we haven't said hi in a while. Like you should go and do that. Uh, and then I got this one and this was a new one. It said blank added a new post. Be the first to like it. So first of all, I, I felt a little bit bad that somebody had posted a video and it had no likes yet. And but also I was like, why would I want to be the first to like it? Like, why would that encourage me to now open up TikTok and be like, I am the first like on this? Absolutely. It's clearly pipe and hot piece of content. Right? Although lots of people, especially when a big creator puts out a, a video, will, will type like first, first. I was here first. Like, the, oh, so they nobody do like cares, that. right? I was going to say, because there's no it's not like you get a reward or something no. for being the first to like it so why would you want to it's a very odd way very to try and entice me. but this is just uh, you know how desperate they're getting and they're trying everything now you're right and that's when facebook you could feel like the the gasping breaths of facebook right oh, yeah. when they started to be like yep so and so posted a photo and yep. you're like okay that has nothing to do with me it used to be that your notifications were just about you yep someone had said something to you someone had liked your photo else, yeah now it's like hey <laughs> a friend of yours might be thinking of posting something sometime <laughs> you should come back to the platform and check it out After Hours with Mariah and Ty, a weekly podcast that brings this dynamic duo to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f they're going to say f Find After Hours with Mariah and Ty wherever you get your podcasts.